We are family. I got all my sisters with me. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast where Matt and Todd watch a movie from the Netflix Top 10 list, and then we talk about it, discuss it, share it with you. Maybe sometimes you share it with us. There's a lot of sharing going on, and sharing is caring. I am Todd Dome. And I'm Matt Malloy, and yes, welcome, welcome to this episode of our podcast. Uh, we will be talking about a movie called Finding Ohana. Just came out on, on, the, on the Netflix. And uh, yeah, and as I've learned from Lilo and Stitch, Ohana means family, which ties yes. in nicely with your uh, rendition of We Are Family. Yes. So. I will now do my uh, Stitch impression for you, Matt. Ohana means family. Family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. Very nice, Todd. Very nice. Just for you. Just just for you and our loyal our listeners. Our loyal listeners. Who boosted us to 100 big downloads again last week. We love it. I know. Crazy. We love it. We're so hot right yeah. now. Well, uh, so who's in this movie? Well... Initially, I would have said, no one's really in this movie. No one famous is in this movie. <laughs> but there are two people in it who I found out some interesting roles that they have played. One of them is Kelly, yes. Kelly Who. Yes. She's been in a few things. She's been in, like, Scorpion King and uh, yep. X-Men. Uh, she was Lady Deathstrike in X-Men 2. Yes. But one thing that I was happy to see on her resume was the, uh, the classic Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason <laughs> Takes Manhattan. Yes, yes, I saw that and laughed to myself, and I knew you would pick up on it. I was like, there's no way this is going to slip between... I was like, this is no way this is going to slip in between Matt's fingers. That's true. He's going to be on top of this. You're right. Well, so Kelly Hu is in it. Um, and then there's another guy named Ki Hui Kwan, who yes. uh, had some more prominent roles as a younger man, including... Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones! <laughs> playing Short Round in uh, Indiana Jones. Was it Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom? I think so. Temple of Doom. You're yeah. correct. Um He's also in Goonies and uh, some other stuff, too. But Yes. Anyway, those were the two that stood out to me. No one else was really, uh, was really uh, standing out. What do you say on this? Uh, I, I agree with you except for one person yes. who I'm going to attempt. Well, actually, there, there's a couple people. Chris Parnell's in this movie. In a really small part, he's pretty famous SNL guy, um, and <clears throat> Mark Evan Jackson also a pretty small role in flashback scenes with Chris Parnell. He's uh, pretty. 
semi-famous TV actor, I guess. Um, I know him mostly from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, but I'm going to try to pronounce this guy's name, and I have no idea if I'm going to say it right. Brands Combe? It's B-R-A-N-S-C-O-M-B-E. Um, Brands Combe or Brands Combe Richmond, who was also in The Scorpion King with the um, with the first woman we talked about, Lady Deathstrike. Kelly Who. And I... Kelly Who. He's been in a couple of things like Forgetting Sarah Marshall and different stuff like that, but I notably recognize him from the TV show with Lorenzo Lamas, The Renegade. He was his... Uh, he was the Renegade's partner of bounty hunting. A bounty hunting partner. But he's been in... He's pretty famously plays Hawaiian characters in movies and TV. So, he was in it. Thus, everyone else, I have no yeah. idea. Well, this was... Let's see. Let's see if we can get a good pronunciation. Can you hear that? I, I don't hear it at all, so... Oh, because <laughs> I have headphones in. Um, so, yeah. according to howtopronounce.com, it's Branscom. Branscom? Browse way off. Yeah, or that website could be wrong. You never know. You never know with these I mean, I, I trust the website more than I trust myself, so... <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what is this this movie about? Um, it is a heavily uh, Hawaiian cast, as as mentioned, um, but and it's based in Hawaii. It's based around uh, a mother and her two kids who are have come to Hawaii for summer uh, because the lady's father has had a heart attack and he needs some help. Um, yes. She's originally from Hawaii, but she and her kids have been living in New York for 11 years or something. Um, and yes. so they're back to kind of help out around uh, for the summer. And uh, pretty early on, the well, the main characters are really the, the kids. There's the daughter. Yes. And... Sorry, <laughs> your pipe is distracting me. <laughs> it's there's nothing smoking inside yeah. of it. It's just uh, I, I'm trying to I'm gonna listen and take you seriously with the old pipe looking looking at you. Right. Proceed, please. Yes, uh, Mr. Yes. Malloy. Um, so anyway, uh, the the two main characters, or two of the main characters, are are the the daughter who's twelve and the son who's. Uh, worried about missing out on senior year. So we're, I'm going to put him at 16 or 17 years old. Yes. Um, and then, uh, so, so pretty early on, the daughter finds this uh, journal. She's, she's sort of uh, ruffling, ru uh, rustling around and rifling through the grandfather's uh, secret stash of belongings and comes across this journal. And the journal being Snoopy, yes, as as some people are prone to That's do. That's right. Um, anyway, so she finds that this journal is like it's part in Spanish, part in Hawaiian, and it tells the story that 
apparently in Hawaii is a well-known story. I don't know. I hadn't heard it before. But basically it's about pirates who get shipwrecked on the island that they're on and there's treasure somewhere and yeah. So so and it's mentioned early on that she's really into geocaching. In fact, it's demonstrated she wins a competition, a geocaching competition yes. in New York. Um, but so she's just excited about this journal and and is starts to get obsessed about um, finding the uh, finding the treasure. Um, and then yes, she and her brother connect with two other locals. Um, a girl who is the same age as the brother and a boy who is the same age as the daughter. Yes. And they form uh, a, uh, a traveling party who goes uh, to look for treasure. Um, you also get these flashback scenes where uh, it's narrated by the girl in present day, but it's acted out by these supposed Spanish pirates. Um, yes. So. I, uh, Chris Parnell, who is supposed to be a Spanish pirate. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, so they go and have an adventure, and they go through caves, and there's spiders, and there's skeletons, and eventually there's ghost warriors who come after them, and you know, sure. Yeah, you've got it, your. It gets a little all over the place. You got your yeah. standard standard uh, teenage young tween uh, treasure hunting uh, tropes come into play. Um, yes, and that's kind of it. I mean, you don't need to know if they found the treasure or not. I'm not going to tell you, or what happened after that. But yeah, that's the fun of discovery with finding Ohana. <laughs> yeah. So, Todd, what did you think of this this movie? Well, Matt, similarly to We Can Be Heroes, I am not the demographic for this movie. So true. I feel like my review has to start there, that this movie is definitely a kid's movie. Um, maybe even aired to the younger kids – um, maybe preteens to just being teenagers, maybe a little bit older than that. That being said, I would though, say the demographic is older than we can be heroes, though. I think. Yes, I I definitely will agree with that. Yeah. Um, all that being said, though, this is not a bad movie. I don't think. Um, it it honestly, and it's funny that it you know it has. Uh, Gosh, I, what was his name in Goonies? Data? Was that his name in the Goonies? Uh, yes, that's correct. It's funny that it has him in it because this, to me, is... It honestly is a modern-day Goonies. It's, like, very similar in story, very similar in almost everything in a sense of, like, uh, you know, their grandfather's going to lose their home unless they get some money. Here's a journal that's kind of also a treasure map. Here's, you got to go through all this stuff that are, you know, clues in the journal and stuff like that. So um, it's very similar. Um, but I just, 
I, and I don't know if like Goonies is one of those movies that is remembered so fondly, but it doesn't deserve it. I'm not ready to say that because I haven't seen it in a while. But there's always something to me special about the Goonies, um, and I I don't think this movie is as special. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Um, it's got some okay acting from these kids who kind of have to carry the movie. A lot of Disney Channel acting, I would kind of call it. Um, some very over-the-top scenes and stuff like that. Um, as, as very Disney Channel kids are, are taught to do and stuff like that. Um, the story is kind of a little all over the place. Um, as maybe a... Uh, a story that has treasure maps and treasures and pirates and all that kind of stuff involved in it. Um, and then there's a supernatural element that you alluded to that comes into play, which is also kind of just kind of all over the place. So it's certainly not the tightest movie, but I think if you have kids and they're of the appropriate age, this is a great movie to watch. It's funny because I... Uh, let's see, I finished watching this movie on Sunday, and then as I was uh, calling my dad before the Super Bowl, he was finishing watching this movie with my niece, his granddaughter. They, they were watching it. He didn't know I was watching it. It just happened to be a magical happenstance. So, um, But yeah, I think if you've got kids and you want to watch this movie, this is a great movie to sit down, great family movie to sit down and enjoy, have a good time with. So, um, with kids' movies, there's and, and if you're an adult, specifically a cynical adult, like I can be sometimes, of course there's going to be some hiccups here and there. Um, but I think this was a good time. Like, I had a good time, you know? And I think if you watch this movie with your kids, you'll have a good time, too. Matt? Did you, uh, did, did, did you get a recording of... Dan Domer's feedback about the movie that we could uh, splice into our podcast. I wish, but they hadn't finished the movie yet when I talked to him. And also I was driving. So that would have been a little hard to achieve technologically speaking. It's true. There's a lot of obstacles there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I am sad about that, but I am happy about this uh, Hawaiian version of the Goonies, as as you aptly yes. point out. There are many similarities, and uh, the the vibe of the movie is very Goonies. Um, yes, it's also I will say a beautiful. The cinematography is beautiful. Hawaii is a beautiful mm. place. I know this. I don't know this. I haven't been there, but I hear it's a beautiful place, and uh, the shots in this movie of Hawaiian things are uh, quite beautiful and uh, a nice part of the movie, even though they don't... Yes. Even though the scenes inside caves, Todd, were filmed in Thailand... I, I definitely did not think they were still in Hawaii in the cave scenes, yes. but now, interesting. The Thailand, reason I didn't see is, that coming. The reason is, though, that... Well, obviously there's no caves there in Hawaii. There are caves in Hawaii. So. <laughs> there are. But 
as alluded to in the movie, the caves are sacred. So yes. they could not film in the Hawaiian caves. I definitely, uh, uh, as long as we're shooting out little tidbits thing, yes. I definitely appreciated how the movie focuses on at a point of telling you all these other movies that have shot scenes at the location that they're at, like Jurassic Park and stuff like that. I found that to be just as a movie fan and a, as a as a movie podcaster, I was like, what a fascinating tidbit you just threw me. I appreciate you finding Ohana. Yes. Yes, they did reveal so, uh, the that they were some of the shooting locations for Lost and uh, Jurassic Park. So, yes, cool stuff there. Um, but so I did like this movie. It is a kids' movie, uh, and I still liked it. And I think that that maybe gives it more credit than I normally would would give give it. Um, based mm-hmm. on those factors. But, uh, yeah, I'd say this movie is a good time. Um, it, it does have, as you mentioned, that over-the-top kids acting. You've got four teen tweens carrying the movie. That's going to happen. Yeah. But it's, sure. it's also, that's the type of movie it is. So, yes, that's fine. It's fine. And you do get a little, little uh, backstory, and of course the, as you can guess, the the family comes together at the end, which makes it a great, a great movie to watch with your family, your kids if you have them, or if you have any nieces or nephews or cousins or anybody in the in the younger age demographic. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't know if we could have given it the modern day Goonies shout out if everyone happened to like die in the movie or something. Right. <laughs> it would have been a much different review. <laughs> that is that is true. That is true. Um, so o- overall, I would say I enjoyed this movie, um, even though it wasn't really for me. Uh, I liked I liked what they did with it. So positive Hmm. review from me nice well matt how many spider bites would you give this movie zero to five five being the best zero being the dirt worst right so uh five spider bites would really uh be painful in real life but if this movie got five spider bites it would be some of the best uh movie <laughs> uh making ever so well i mean i gotta keep the audience on their toes with, with our rating that's system right. sometimes bad things are actually good in this yes. case i'm gonna give it uh 2.9 spider bites out of five um, mm. I I enjoyed the movie. It wasn't for me, but I still enjoyed it, and uh, that's where I'm going to come in. Almost at a at a three. Almost. Yeah. Unlike last time we recorded, we're pretty much close to each other this time. I I definitely had three point zero in my mind. 
spider bites uh-huh. out of five. Um, just to, uh, yeah, I mean, the movie's not for me or us, but it it achieves everything it tries to achieve as far as, um, you know, being for kids and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, for, for a movie that is specifically for kids, if I can sit through an hour and 40 minutes of it and not be bored and not questioning my choices in life of why I'm watching this movie, then that's a win to me. That's just a good old time. So, um, yeah. So I, you know, props to this, to this movie. I feel also, I was, I was explaining to my dad, good old Dan Dormer, that there is something I, I, I have like, I don't know exactly where it comes from. I have this like respect for Hawaiian culture that I just really enjoy. And as I was like explaining it to him, I was like, maybe it stems from, I like the idea of a, of a culture where sometimes, you know, the bigger and fatter you are, the more respected and great you are. I don't know. <laughs> like, it seems like, seems like when in the Hawaiian culture, if, if you're, if you're on the bigger side, that's just expected and right. good. I can I can get behind that. So, well, so that is going to mean that our average rating for Finding Ohana is going to come in at two point nine five spider bites out of five. Mm. So that's that's decent. Um, yeah, that's a good old family time, right? Good there. old family time. Yes. Well, I would like to reveal the next movie we're going to review, Todd. I'm pretty sure I know what it is based off of my own looking at Netflix over the last couple of days. I would be surprised if I'm wrong. Okay. Well, it's called Malcolm and Marie. That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yes, the number one movie in Netflix America. So... I'm sure it has absolutely nothing to do that it's a Netflix original movie. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but I have heard some things about this movie, even outside of Netflix's own ecosystem of pushing their movies to us. I, I have also heard good things about this movie, and then I watched the... Tra- like, not the trailer, but you know if you're on Netflix and you just hover over stuff, it'll like show you scenes from the movie or whatever. Yeah. And as I was watching these scenes, I was like, I'm not excited to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Well, it's got Zendaya in it. Yep. And John David Washington. Yes. Who we can remember from our our time with the movie Tenet. Yes. So... I don't think we've reviewed a Zendaya movie. Have we not? I guess the, not. The only movies that I can think of is she's in the new Spider-Man movies, and I don't think right. when either of those movies came out, we didn't have a podcast yet. Dang. So. Well, that's life in the big city. So, it's look true. forward to that on the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Malcolm and Marie, our thoughts given to you. Da 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 da. Da da da.